Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here, uh, your ever-persistent host. Uh, so many things on my mind this morning. Don't worry, I'll try to hone it down to something that makes sense. It's a Sunday morning at 7.55, August 7th. So, uh, a day off work. It's always appreciated. Uh, I want to talk today. Uh, you know, so much of what I talk about is the same stuff, right? And I try to package it in different ways. But there really is a singular message, I think, to spirituality. Uh, you know, I, there's, always a, there's always a danger of oversimplification, when you're talking about something as complex as life, psychology, philosophy, religion, spirituality. <clears throat> um, but I, I, there really is a, a sort of basic tenet to all of it. Excuse me. Get a little drink of my propel. <clears throat> um, that is that we humans are born with a tremendous ability that other, as far as I can tell, other, other uh, sentient beings, other uh, biological beings on this world can't. So right now I'm looking at an apple tree. You've heard me talk about my apple trees. Uh, the apple tree is the apple tree. It doesn't project a reality. It is what it is. I'm, my cat's right in front of me. She's kind of a mean cat sometimes, uh, but she likes to jump up on me, and we sit, and she's she's got her cat ways. Her name is Shadow, but she doesn't project a reality. She doesn't uh, twist or change or or manipulate her presentation of what it means to be a cat. We humans have a profound ability uh, that is both a great curse and a great blessing to choose a reality, present it, manifest it, if you will. Um, the problem and the challenge is that we don't know that. And I think that what lies at the core of so much spirituality, of so many different ways of looking at what spirituality is, is, is that notion that, that we really are looking at, through whatever lens, this misinterpretation of what it means to be human. And that the real work of spirituality is not to believe the right set of things or go to the right church or temple or synagogue or, or group but it's to discover who you really are. It's to discover what it really means to be the unique you in the universe, the authentic you. Now, there's a lot that goes with that, and, you know, I've got 450 podcasts about it, and I'm going to keep doing it. But really, that's what it comes down to, is that how many layers of pretending uh, do we put on who we really are and who are we when we really start to dig through those layers? That's really what this podcast is about. That's really what 
I think every spiritual teacher in some way that is worth their weight uh, will, will teach. That's what good psychology teaches. It's the questions of good philosophy. When there is healthy religion, and it is rare, uh, it can ask those questions. So the challenge is for each individual, each one of us, to understand we have that ability. Right? The apple tree doesn't, my cat doesn't, my dog doesn't. Uh, these living beings, they, they are what they are. We humans, though, have developed or have the capacity to present something that we're not. And the question for you, the question for me, the question of, of, of every day, it's a Sunday morning, I think really the question that lies at the core of, of people walking into churches and other places of self-help and, and worship is what does it really mean to be us? Now, that challenge has become even more difficult. And I'll tell you why. Because now we have more ways of presenting what we're not. Uh, I have different social media platforms. I, I, I engage people in social media. Uh, I try to keep out of toxicity. Uh, but I do have Instagram. I do have Facebook. I do have Twitter. Uh, probably on Facebook more than anything else. Uh, but I watch, <clears throat> I watch people present what they are. On, on social media, uh, or maybe I should say I watch people present what they really think they are on social media. Uh, the, the profile pictures on social media are always interesting to me because we always take like our best, right? We always want to present to the world the best view of ourselves, Nothing intrinsically wrong with wanting to pick a good picture, you know. But think about that notion for a second. Think about how we present to the world a certain picture of ourselves. And I don't just mean a, a physical picture. I just don't mean an actual photograph. Digital photograph now. But I mean we present to the world... <coughs> Uh, what we want the world to believe that we are, what we want the world, how we want the world to see us. Now, the problem with that is that we're not always truly being ourselves when we're that way, when we think in that mode, when we want to present something, when we want to make a, a presentation. What if, rather than saying, I'm going to show the world that I'm this today. What if we just were actually what we were intended to be? And that's what the world saw. What if we were just us and not the, uh, you know, trying to be smart or trying to be dumb or trying to be pretty or, or trying not to be pretty or, or trying to present whatever narrative or presentation we want to the world? What if we were just who we really are? Now, some of you may be saying, well, that's what I do. Well, maybe 
to some degree, but I think to some degree, all of us, including this old guy, we want to present to the world what uh, persona, what mask we can in order to survive in the world, right? I, from being a clergy person for 20 years, learned very much the art of BS. <laughs> and uh, I can read people pretty deeply. And so it's easy for every one of us to sort of present our best light or present the light that we want the world to see us in. Uh, this is not new. It's certainly not new uh, with the advent of social media. Uh, for generations, millennia, uh, people have presented the current cultural understanding of what it means or the cultural understanding that they accept of what it means to be human, right? You see someone uh, who wears leather and uh, rides a motorcycle, you say, there's a biker, and that's probably what that person wants you to see. You see someone in dark clothes with you know, the, the dark makeup and the dark heavy metal symbology on their clothes. And you'll say that person's a goth or that person's a, you know, this or that. It used to be back in the 70s. I remember when punk became famous and the piercings with the safety pins. And because people wanted to, people wanted other people to say, look, that person's a punk or that person's, into hip-hop, or that person's into disco, or, or that person's an athlete, or that person's a preacher, or a teacher, or that person is funny, or that person is, is attractive, or that person is not, or that blah, 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 blah. Do you see what I mean? That we are culturally conditioned to present to the world uh, these ideas of who we are, and we accept that as the truth. We accept that as what it means to be a functioning human in the world. Um, what if these things were, how do I want to say this? What, what if, Rather than wanting to present an image, we lived from our true self. What would we look like? And I contend this. <clears throat> I think that we would, each of us, act, dress, and be much different in the world than we currently are. Now, we still, you know, nothing wrong with liking, nothing wrong with liking certain kinds of music or enjoying a, a, a being on a motorcycle. This isn't a matter of right or wrong, folks. It's a matter of, are you expressing authenticity or are you expressing a cultural understanding of, of who you think you should be? In other words, is the culture dictating to you who you should be? Is the false programming dictating to you who you should be? Or are you living out of who you really want to be? And I contend that if we are living out of our real authenticity, that we would look much different. Now, I would still wear rock and roll t-shirts. I still do. 
But I do that because I love rock and roll. I don't need to present. I don't need to be a poser. Uh, I don't need people to look at my shirt and say, oh, he listens to that band. Uh, <laughs> I wear the shirt because I listen to the band, you know. That's kind of a silly example, but it gives you an idea what I'm talking about. That when we stop pretending, when we stop presenting, when we stop posturing, when we stop manipulating, there is a truth about who we really are. And it doesn't mean we can't improve who we really are. It doesn't mean we can't wear what we want. But it does mean we have to ask ourselves a deep question, and that is this. Am I being this person because it's an expression of who I am? Or am I being this person because the culture tells me it's an expression of who I am? Because the false programming is telling me this is who I am. Let me... Uh, revisit the, the whole punk, punk music ethos, right? Is that you want to be uh, rebellious. You want to be outside the norm. You don't want to live into prescribed notions. Very much kind of what I talk about on Finding Meaning. But uh, what happened with the punk culture is that it developed its own dress, its own persona, its own narrative, its own way of being. And if you left that, then you were no longer punk, you see what I'm saying? That at some point, the collective false programming takes over these expressions that we think uh, are individually us and they're rebellious, but really they're just another cultural sort of narrative that's handed to us. And we're patted on the head and said, oh, yeah, you go ahead and be that while... You know, the false narrative, the false reality just keeps on rolling and making money and and preserving itself. And I don't want to set that up as, you know, there's some evil entity doing this. We This is what we've learned, folks. There's not some, you know, committee of doom that dictates to us reality. We buy into it. And it is only through real love and acceptance, forgiveness, and hope that we can ever break the bonds of that. There is only way, only one way I have ever heard of and ever seen and ever learned to break out of the matrix of the false self, the matrix of the false reality we've created, and that is through love. That is through forgiveness. That is through loving yourself, loving your neighbor. That is through finding ways to resolve things peacefully by forgiveness, by giving what you have, uh, be it, uh, you know, some loose change, a smile, uh, your, your place in line, but do it with the knowledge that you're doing something great, greater than just wanting to feel good about yourself. So I know that's kind of a, dense topic for a Sunday morning, but I, I think it's important for us to understand that we all have learned to pretend. We all have learned to present, to posture ourselves in this world, to to survive. We had to, right? 
We had to be the good little boy or the good little girl or the bad little boy or the bad little girl in order to get attention, in order to get our way, in order to get the next meal, uh, whatever. Spirituality, my friends, is, is this simple, and I'm going to leave you with this. It is the discovery. Spirituality is the discovery of who you truly are. It is that simple. It is not about the 10 rules to this or the 50 dogmas you have to believe or the initiation you have to go through in a religion or blah, 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 blah. The spiritual life is about finding real meaning. And the real meaning we seek is who we truly are. When we find who we truly are, then we find the meaning of life. May it be for you, may it be for me, that we continue that journey today. Have a great Sunday, my friends. And we will talk to you tomorrow morning, hopefully. See ya. Bye-bye.